Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Good morning. Happy Friday. It's Friday. Friday. It's <laughs> July. It's the 21st. It's five. It's basically 530 right now. We're My getting a race. Gosh darn it on this Friday. All right. Good because you can't even remember what the seventh month is and you're having a hard time with Friday this morning. So. I, I, I know. I'm just stressed from the soccer game last night. Oh. Team Canada was taking on Nigeria. Their first game of the World Cup. It was basically the first day of the Women's World Cup that was happening. And it was a little frustrating, I will say. Why? Well, they tied 0-0, so it's good to get a point. So that's good. But they had so many chances to win. And it was right there for the taking. And this team is so good that I almost have like my expectations through the roof because they won the Olympics last go-around. They, right. they won gold. So were you one of those people yelling at your TV? Or how do, how yeah. do you watch a soccer game when you're frustrated? Yeah, I pretend I have hair and then I start pulling it. <laughs> <laughs> My non-existent hair, I'm like, rrr, rrr. How many people did you text and ask to buy a rally lasagna? Uh, yeah, I didn't do a ra- rally lasagna. It's sacred. May- I might have to save that for like a must-win game. Okay, I was mm-hmm. like, it feels like this is a pretty big deal. They're overplaying in the World Cup yeah. and it's their first game they want to set up themselves the win and you're like no rally lasagna sorry no and this one's on me we'll be better next time go around uh wednesday against ireland i think it's an early morning one 4 a.m or something but we'll be there we'll be going strong my unofficial, official part-time job started up last night, Steph. Wait, you moonlighting there, Sean? A little bit, yeah. Ever since I moved here, every summer I've become like the official dog watcher and house sitter <laughs> of uh, the building here. And it is pretty nice for you because you kind of get the reign of somebody's house who yeah. has really worked up to making it a great place to be. Exactly. For someone who just like rents a basement type of thing all throughout my time here, uh, to have a full house and include some dogs in the mix of all of it, Absolutely, I will do that for you. So last night, co-worker who I've looked after their dogs in-house in the past two years were like, hey, we're going on vacation. Can you do it again? And that is an absolutely yes, I can. Yeah, and not only this is kind of the the like lottery winning house because they also have a hot tub now. They've elevated their house like every year that I've like <laughs> looked after. The first year, they didn't have a hot tub. Second year, they had a hot tub. This year? basketball court in the backyard. No way. Basketball hoop, a little concrete pad. I'm going to be hooping, tubbing, and snoozing with some dogs. Jeepers, <laughs> you won the lottery to house at this house. <laughs> the Donaire mascot saga has just taken off completely in Alberta here. And we've been talking about it for a couple days. It's on the Alberta web- government website, yeah. and it's being auctioned off. And the first day we were like, oh my gosh, it's going for $1,000. That's crazy. Yeah. Yesterday, $6,000. Around there. Crazy. Yeah. Today? 10. 
Ten. Ten thousand dollars. It's gone Canada wide. I shouldn't say it's gone crazy in Alberta. It's gone Canada wide now because King of Donaire, who allegedly brought Donaires to Canada in Halifax, they are now the leading bid at ten thousand nineteen dollars for this Donaire mascot costume. And uh, they recently came out. They they put out a tweet and they put out a call to the government of Alberta and they said, "Let the winning bidder for the Donaire costume donate the sum to a charity of their choice due to how viral it's gone. Let's do something good with it." Government don't pocket at all. Yeah, totally. Because I'm sure that the government thought, oh, we'll probably get 400 bucks for this costume. <laughs> yeah. Like, no way they were expecting it to go yeah. this crazy. I'm thinking of my friend down in Edmonton who's also a radio host who bid $400 in hopes of getting it now. <laughs> yeah. And there's still, what, 23 days left on this thing? That is the wild thing, is that there's still, like, literally almost <laughs> a month left to donate on this bad boy. Uh, but it doesn't stop there because there's just so many layers to this silly story. So another uh, Donaire shop that is also going back and forth with this Halifax place is uh, Blowers and Grafton in, in down in, I think they're across Alberta. They're a little tiny little bit of a chain. Um, they want to do something for a good cause because the mascot was brought forward for a campaign against impaired driving. That's what they wanted to use it for, but in the end, they didn't use it for a commercial, like a television right. commercial. Right. And so... Blowers and Grafton put out a tweet saying, we want to help do what it was intended to do. So if you buy a donaire from our shop this weekend, one dollar from everyone is going to be donated to MAD, Mothers Against Drunk Drivers. Wow. <laughs> what a great thing. Yeah. I love that. And then another layer to this all was the Alberta government saw how viral it was going. So they thought they should do some public appearance with the mascot. <laughs> and like, so wow, we still have this in our possession. <laughs> Let's just take it out for a spin. Yeah. And so uh, Taste of Edmonton, some food festival down in the city is going on this weekend. I think it kicked off yesterday. And so there's a bunch of photos of the mascot Donaire holding hands with Premier Daniel Smith just walking around the food festival and having a, like the best time of their lives. It looks like a hilarious sitcom. It is hilarious. And for public relations for Daniel oh, Smith to have a Donaire with her that everybody loves, that's one way to talk to the public. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Now, there is one part that's a little offside. Mm -hmm. uh, apparently Daniel Smith ate a donair in front of the mascot <laughs> which like could be a little triggering if you're the mascot to see one of your own getting devoured oh my gosh Sean. maybe I don't know this is this is taking a turn I didn't want to go down <laughs> was out grocery shopping yesterday and I picked up a watermelon Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's nice for my husband. I don't eat watermelon. And so a lot of course of, you don't. I know. Oh, my goodness. It's the fruit. fruit thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I always forget <laughs> how you don't like fruit. <laughs> it's just gross, Sean. It's got a bad texture and it's way too wet. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I was looking at the watermelon bin and trying to decide how big of a watermelon I should bring home mm. since my husband's going to be the only one eating it. One person, yeah. Yeah, lots of thoughts had to go into this and, and you know, you have to do all these things like, oh, look for the ground spot on the watermelon and push in on both ends and give it a knock and make sure it sounds good. Wow. Yeah, watermelon buying is, is a, a whole... I guess I've just lucked out. I just grabbed one. Wow. That's impressive. They've all been good? <laughs> no, I think you're just a carburetor. I think that some have been good and some have been okay, and you're just like, it's watermelon. That's, that's all the yeah. same. Hey, yeah. Well, you wouldn't know. You don't eat it. Exactly. Um, uh, anyway, <laughs> after I bought the watermelon, I also bought three of those 35-cent bags at Superstore and strategically filled up my grocery bags so that the watermelon was by itself in one of those bags. Oh, Okay. 
Well, I didn't want it to crush anything. Yeah. I had a lot of other produce. I was uh-huh. like, what? how annoying would it be if you bought a watermelon and it was like, oh, this pepper, gone. Yeah. Oh, a tomato, watch me yeah. obliterate that. It was like a little grocery te- Tetris for you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's fun. And I carried it out to my car and I put it in my empty trunk and I put the watermelon on one side and I put all the other groceries on the other. Yeah. And then I drove home and I just heard it going like. You got to put it on the floor. Yeah. On the this floor. Is a pro tip, Sean. <laughs> it's all the beautiful, oh delicious goodness. chips that I bought. We're just crumbs when I got home. Wrecking ball in your back seat. <laughs> yeah. back Especially picking like the nicest. <laughs> nicest, roundest one. Like it was great. It was, uh, oh my Just taking gosh. every corner. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. Well. My husband did open it when, he got, when I got home and he said it was the best watermelon he's had all season. Maybe that's a trick to the watermelon. Maybe. Like, roll around in your trunk. Yeah, just like, you know, you got to roll a clementine first to make it easy to peel roll the watermelon while you're driving i don't know (laughs) have you ever heard of freeze dried candy i saw some bags of it at the trade show oh i didn't try it though okay i have never heard of this and then i was over at the artisan square my homies there and they're like yeah it's flying off the shelves and i was like well first of all you're gonna have to tell me what it is (laughs) i have no clue They're like yeah we bought a I don't know what the machine, I'm going to call it a freeze dry machine. Sure. And I don't know the process, but I'm. it's a dehydrator, but. Yeah. Maybe it's that. No, because that's not freezing it. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. You got a freeze dried machine. Yeah. And I'm sure it does exactly what the name says. It freezes it, it dries it, and then you can consume it. And so they had all different sorts of things on there. And I saw an ice cream sandwich and I was like, 100% I'm an ice cream sandwich person. Let me buy this from them. And so. I will describe it as like tasty styrofoam. What? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It I don't my... know if I've ever thought I wanted a meal of styrofoam before. If it was that good, could we give it a different name like tasty sponge toffee? Maybe. I like styrofoam because it's funny. Okay. <laughs> did, it, did it squeak on your teeth? <laughs> uh, but it, it was like nimble and it was easy and uh, it wasn't like tough or anything. And then it just tasted like an ice cream sandwich. I'm I'm like on the fence right now of like, did I like that or was it just unique or like, where do I sit on this table? I devoured the ice cream sandwich because I'm an ice cream sandwich guy, but the freeze dried candy world is something completely new to me. Well, this is what I want to ask you about is because when I saw it at the trade show there were like five skittles in a bag that had multiplied themselves by about 15 <laughs> they were huge and it was kind of like a one pound coffee bag but only five skittles in oh. it. like did the ice cream sandwich grow or shrink no I, I, it looked like it shrunk but maybe because it's a cold item maybe and and also very wet in the middle with the ice cream yeah and, and, and it compacts it all and was there ice cream left did it turn into like a marshmallow substance or no like what it was it was the cookie on each side uh-huh. and the ice cream in between, but it was all just styrofoam. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, was the best just, it was disappeared. It turned into something it, fake. <laughs> it was Neapolitan, and it tasted good. <laughs> okay, I feel like I have to go check this out now and give my own ideas of it because I am really confused. <laughs> they said it's flying off the walls. I was like, okay, sure, let me have some. And I'm like, oh. Styrofoam. <laughs> <laughs> You're really selling it here, Sean. <laughs> Sitting on the couch watching TV last night, and my husband says, there's a fly in here. Uh. <laughs> and the t- show gets paused, and he's yeah. up with the fly swatter, and he is moving around the house. I did not see this fly. <laughs> the fly disappears. The show starts up again. 
25 minutes later, the show is paused, and I'm like, what are you doing? He's got his fly swatter again. I still don't see this fly. (laughs) This went on for three hours. Oh, my goodness. Every 20 minutes or so, he's insistent that there is a fly in Mm. our living room that I'm pretty sure is invisible. Could you? You couldn't even hear it or anything. Couldn't even hear it. Oh. Like I, I don't know if it existed. Yeah. Then he insisted that it got stuck in the blinds. That's when like you know. I hate against that. Against the window, I hate that too. But I don't know if I need to get my ears checked. <laughs> I still didn't hear it. But there he was, like hitting the blinds, trying to get this fly yeah. out of the house. Finally, Sean. Yeah. While we were cooking dinner, Uh he goes, I caught the fly. (laughs) I was like, was it a mosquito or was it a housefly? He's like, if it was a mosquito, I would have said it was a mosquito. (laughs) Oh, sorry. You were clearly frustrated. (laughs) I'm on team husband here. I I don't think I could continue until I knew it was eliminated. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Gotta. Like, just sit down and watch TV. It's Uh. the TV's louder than the fly. You're fine. (laughs) We've been chatting about Barbie all week, and obviously that was my favorite kind of toy when I was a kid. She was pretty freaking cool. You wrote like a thesis on it or something. <laughs> yeah, when I was in grade seven, I wrote a, a <laughs> thesis or a, a public speech that I had to do in front of my class. Right. <laughs> uh, and and uh, do you remember how many dolls, Is it? do I call them dolls? Sorry, is that a, fan? I don't know. No, I think you can call How many them dolls, dolls did you have? Do you remember how many you collected? I had about 12, and then I had the 1998 holiday Barbie as well, who was still in in mint condition in her box. Um, and Still? She, she might be. I actually ended up giving her to a thrift store when I moved out of my parents' house. So Barbie <laughs> was important to me, but then she really wasn't. Yeah, I was expecting more than 12 for some reason. Did you have all the fixins and stuff? Yeah, I had the bar- Barbie motorhome. Yeah. And I had like the Corvette and, you know, like... <laughs> the a- house? I don't think I had the house, but wow. I had like a Barbie that you could put like hot water on her eyes and she would close them for the night and then you oh could put my. cold water on it and she'd open them for Hilarious. the day. And I had like the one that has super, super long hair all the way to the floor. Wow. I had Kira. I've learned that hair one is the best seller a, ever. It was a great one. Came with hairbrush and everything to brush, <laughs> brush that plastic hair that if you ever got it wet, you would be screwed. Oh my goodness. Yeah. we. I had a ton. Yeah. Did you have anything equivalent to Barbie? I had wrestlers. Oh yeah. My brother had wrestlers too. Back when it was WWF and I had a ring for it that was a pretty healthy size. And I remember just having all of the wrestling matches. And if I had a sister, I'm pretty sure I would have had like the rock doing the rock bottom to like Barbie too. I don't know what that is. The people's elbow. Oh, oh yeah, totally. That's totally. a different. That's a different move. I'd have the Undertaker doing a choke slam. Oh yeah, and a full Nelson. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. My brother had um, Junkyard Dog. Okay. Hulk Hogan. Yes. Um, what was the other one? Jake the Snake. Love it. Do you have any of those? <laughs> no, I did. I think I had. I think I had Rock, Stone Cold, Undertaker, and Kane. Man, you guys would have been friends. You could have really <laughs> battled with different wrestlers. A little Royal Rumble action. <laughs> I've been watching Lost for two months now, and I've been hate watching the last mm-hmm. season, which is season six, because I don't know what happened, mm-hmm. but it has just gone crazy. It's so hard to understand. There's ultimate alternate timelines. There's sideways timelines. It's nuts. Yeah, I've I've never watched Lost, but I've just heard this about people just randomly talking about it, that it takes just a wild turn. So 
You finished all six seasons? I did. Last night, I tried to convince my husband to watch something else, and he insisted that we just needed to get through it. He needed to see the end. I'm kind of the same. If I put in five seasons, I need to see it through, because maybe I feel a little different, and I actually will like maybe like it. Maybe, but I don't think you would like this. The show ended, and he turned into Article Man. He was oh, yeah. reading, reading, reading up on this season, trying to understand what happened? How did this make sense in their brains? Because it wasn't making yeah. sense in ours. Reading about fans' anger when it actually came out. And I thought about what would it be like to watch the show once a week for six years Oof. and have Cable this television. ending. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was so bad. And then <laughs> after he read for probably two hours and tried to explain to me what he was trying to right. understand, he said, I just realized we're going to have to buy the sixth season of Lost on DVD. Oh, because he probably have alternative endings and stuff. Well, that's what I said. I said, pardon me. I just hate watched the sixth <laughs> yeah. season. I don't want to own it. Yeah. And he was like, special features. We have oh, to, to see a little bit more in depth. Thank God. The library has it. Oh, okay. He put it on hold. He's going to pick it up today. Oh but I God. thought my weekend plans did not consist of watching any more Lost. Put it in the I past. thought I was done. <laughs> but here we are. I guess on Monday I'll come with maybe some newfound enlightenment. That's right. You we'll can see. hate watch some alternative endings. Excellent. Can't wait. A couple of shows on CBC that are near and dear to our hearts are casting for new people. And Interesting. Yeah. And we want to know the people that are on the show. So I just want to give like a little PSA <laughs> that Canada's Ultimate Challenge. We had Obi and yes. Christian Oberaker. Um, he was on the Orange team and we had him in every Friday to chat about it. Well, that casting for the next season closes on Sunday. Oh, interesting. And yeah, that one, if you if you haven't heard, it's like a more intense, amazing race. And you get to go all across Canada, see a whole bunch of different things, but then do some intense challenges as well. It seems extremely grueling. Like you've got to have <laughs> really good leg muscles and really strong upper body strength and then tenacity to go with it. Yeah. Um, so that one's not for me. Uh, <laughs> the other one that I would like to see someone from Fort McMurray on so yeah. I can chat with them about it is Farming for Love. Okay. Yeah. So, why, why this one? I don't know. It just is such um, an intriguing show to me because it's not like The Bachelor or The Bachelor mm -hmm. ever. You need to be like, you know, quite a stunning person <laughs> with a big wardrobe full of sparkles. Like it's like you're just you're you're auditioning to be a. Um, it's the blue collar version. It's down and gritty and dirty. Yeah, a farmer's you're partner. You're picking up poo. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of thing. But you also get to horseback ride. Or maybe, maybe you're in the wine farm and you're not in like the cow farm. There you go. And suddenly you have to deal with worms and spiders and all the kind of bugs yeah. that come with wineries. <laughs> um, but that one doesn't even have a closing date on its casting. Like, I think it's hard to find people who want to live that life. Yeah, it's very interesting because you can't, I feel like you can't just bring like, uh, I'm just going to stereotype like a city girl or a city guy, you know, and all of a sudden you're just like, okay, now help, help Joe or Carol on the farm, you know, like... <laughs> You got to kind of be a little bit into that lifestyle. Yeah, you need a special person. But they do kind of get different types of farmers. As you said, there was a wine farmer. But then there's also, um, there was a lady who worked like with equine um, therapy. And she was helping kids who have autism um, have 
a relationship with horses and and learning oh. how to have that kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. And so there are different types, types of, of farmers. farmers. There's even a berry farmer. Like I remember a, a pumpkin one being on there. The one lady had a pumpkin like kind of patch and like a, a maze and everything. Oh, see that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. You're just always living for fall. Um, but either way, if you are applying <laughs> for this show, please let us know. Or if you'd like to be nominated because you're too nervous, you can. There is a nominate button. I'll be happy to fill it all out about you. Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.